Has your company just gone public, giving you a sudden influx of wealth? Have you been saving for the future and want to be sure you're managing wisely? Congratulations, and welcome to Wealth Unlocked with Tom Selbo of Landmark Wealth Management Group. Tom offers guidance to help you make the big decisions surrounding your finances, avoid costly mistakes, and build a strong financial foundation for your future. Let's get started. What's the old saying, may you live in interesting times? Well, we certainly do seem to be, at least when it comes to the market and volatility. Tom Selbo has some thoughts on what's been happening. I'm Patrice Sikora. So, Tom, when do the ups and downs of the market become volatile? Yeah, well, quote volatile, there's a, there's no precise definition, I would say. And I guess if I were to put a precise definition on it, it would just say, okay, that there would be wild swings up and down. So you could think of a, a volatile personality, for example, someone who might become very angry very quickly or very happy very quickly, uh, just with uh, very, just with the, the, the passing of the wind, just very volatile up and down. And when it comes to the markets, I, I mean, volatility, they always go up and down, sometimes more violently than other times. But as investors, uh, I always like to remind my clients that markets can be volatile both ways. It, it can be volatile down, but it also can be volatile up. And as investors, we tend to just care when it's volatile down. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and and I just I wanted to come out and, and talk about this a little bit because we've been uh, at the time of this recording, we're early 2023 into the first quarter here. I mean, we've been 15 months into a down market and it's been very volatile over that time. And it, since it's been volatile to the downside, it's just no fun to go through. <laughs> and and recently here, again, we're um, middle of March here, we're, we're dealing with some cracks we're seeing in the system with some bank failures. And um, it just causes a lot of nervousness out there and spikes up this market volatility. Well, talk to me about you know economic cycles, the expansions, contractions, and how the market market reflects that. Yeah. So if you in a general market cycle, I'll just outline that for everybody. So you it would go something like this. You have a period of expansion where the economy is growing. You tend to have a lot of job openings. Companies are trying to grow, so they're hiring rapidly. And you're just in this period of uh, of expansion. Things are going well. People tend to, to start to make more money. Stock markets tend to grow. And those, those times on average in the US, you look back 100 years, expansion periods tend to last about five to seven years on average. So you get these expansion periods. And then what happens is eventually the expansion levels off and you hit sort of this peak. And when you hit the peak, things start to slow down a little bit, but they're still feeling pretty good. Stock market still tends to be at all-time highs. Everyone's feeling mm -hmm. relatively still good about things, but things are starting to slow. And I'll, I'll keep things simple. 
from the peak, then you just, you, you think of this chart. So you're going up the mountain, then you level off, then you start to come down the mountain. And I, I would call that a contraction period. And a contraction period is when companies, I would just phrase it like this. A lot of times in expansion periods, they're start to it starts to expose excesses in the economy and speculation. So uh, the financial crisis, 07 to 09, oh, yeah. Yeah. there was massive excess and speculation, particularly in the real estate market at that time, where people were saying, oh, your, yep, your house always goes up and borrow money from your house and buy more houses. And you just had this excess in the economy which when things started to slow down, the excess gets exposed. And uh, then you you have these contraction periods where the excesses that were there start to get wiped out. And as you go down this mountain in the contraction period, I, I would sort of phrase that to be where we're at right now in the economy. The last 15 months, we've had this certainly a, a downtrend in the stock market economic activity is starting to slow and, and things are are slowly contracting or at least projected to contract for for the time period ahead and then in a typical cycle after this contraction period ends after most of the excesses that have been out there are kind of all but wiped out you clear out those excesses then it ushers in a new level set for the recovery period to to usher in the next expansion. So you kind of expansion, peak, contraction, and then recovery. It's just, I think it seems so much more pronounced this time because we went for so long with no real contraction. If we had one, it was very short and it bounced right back again. The markets, this is. Exactly. And in most recent history, I mean, you you go back and the markets bottomed out in 2009 and uh, we've had certainly some ups and downs from 2009 up through 2021, uh, early 2022, when we hit the peak. But you look at a chart and it was almost, uh, from a stock standpoint, right. almost just straight up. And it just looks like oh, we had a very extensive expansion period. Um, and, and I won't go too deep on this, but you you look back now and okay, we had low interest rates. We had a lot of infusion of money. So there was uh, a lot of gas being poured on the fire the last decade mm -hmm. to create this extraordinary expansion period. And we've, we've kind of hit that peak and now we're having to deal with the, the contraction period. And in those contraction periods, that's when people get concerned. No one cares when it's volatile to the upside. That's great. <laughs> uh, but on the downside is when we all start to get nervous and concerned and and managing through that is much more important than managing through the expansion times. Do you find yourself holding a lot of hands? I do. And these are these are times where my role as an advisor uh, are one to to keep, let you stick to your plan. So our clients all have a, a plan in place for, for what we're going to do. So you want to do that. But as people are seeing statements month after month, go down, 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 and then we get some ups and then they go down again. It uh, it starts to wear on all of us. And that's just human psychology where you you start to get down in the doldrums and you 
eventually we'll start to feel like, you know, this is never going to recover. And I remind a lot of my clients that right when you're feeling that at that moment, it is probably near the bottom of the market and you do not want to sell when you're feeling like it is never going to come back. There, uh, I don't remember the math for when you, you sell and how long it takes you to recover those losses before you can start building again, but it can be considerable. Yes, it, it absolutely can. And really, if you, if you sell out uh, at the bottom or in a downtrend in the market, you're, what you're doing is you're, you're attempting to preserve what you have and nothing wrong with that inherently, but with going to preservation, you, you don't, I don't want to say you shoot yourself in the foot, but you, you put yourself in a spot when the market does inevitably, inevitably recover, you're not going to be in a position to catch that upswing and you might end up buying in higher than you sold out at. And it um, it's just very detrimental to the long-term success uh, of your financial security. But you also don't want to sit there with blinders on and not look at anything and say, it's there for the long-term. It's there for the long-term. I'm not going to touch it. Absolutely. And, and I think that's where if you're not skilled in the investment markets and not confident in how to manage a portfolio, I think that's when having a, a financial advisor or a team of professionals like we have here at Landmark on your side is is just critical. And what I would share with us at Landmark is we, we have this core philosophy that we want to buy high quality assets and we want to stay diversified. And when the market cycles go through these periods, expansion, peak, contraction, we will tilt our portfolios into certain areas to do what we feel is prudent at the time. So about a year back when things started to get very volatile in early 2022, we tilted to be slightly more conservative or safer in the portfolios, just preparing for, for some of the, the downside possibility ahead. But you never abandon the long-term strategy of hold high quality investments that are diversified because we know that that is a formula that works over time. Are you seeing more people now understanding the importance of a financial advisor? Yes. And really what I think the huge, the huge benefit is that, that people, they will tend to see in hindsight, but my, my conversations now are much more around, okay, portfolio values are down, but we go back, we look at the financial plan and we say, okay, remember we, we have things across a variety of types of investments. Uh, some of these investments are down. We don't want to sell those. Other of the investments we have you in are are not down at all. They've actually appreciated a little bit in the short term. So if we need money, we can go to those areas and allow the things that are down to recover. So it's just a revisiting of the strategy. And I, I feel that when clients don't work with a professional and they're left to uh, their own whims and emotions, you lose sight of that context and you you don't have that ability to step back, look at the bigger picture, and and just have a level-headed look to make the best decisions because it's very difficult to make 
very good decisions in down markets when you're just on your own doing it. You can't manage risk well when it's emotional. Not at all. Uh, one of the things that makes us wonderfully human is our emotions. Uh, it's also one of the things that makes us awful investors. <laughs> so you, you do not want to be emotionally driven when it comes to uh, managing your, your financial plan or your investment portfolios. All right, Tom, I'm not going to ask you to make any projections on when we're all going to be clear of this downturn, but I am going to ask you how people can reach you. Yes. So if if you don't have a financial plan in place, you feel you don't feel confident about what you should be doing in volatile times like this, please reach out to our team. We would love to help. You can reach me at by email at tomselbo at landmarkwealth.net, or you can check out our company at landmarkwealth.com. And of course, follow Tom's podcast. That way you're going to know when every new episode is ready for you and share with others. Thanks for being with us. Thank you for listening to the Wealth Unlocked podcast with Tom Selbo. Click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available. And follow us on LinkedIn and Facebook at Landmark Wealth for all podcast updates. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Landmark Wealth Management Group. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.